0: thing is too the danger there as well like especially with the school system Mm. is that we're sending our kids to school yeah i have you know parents parents are sending their kids to school right? at a time where the learning is so passive yeah Yeah. like at a time like at a young age for example from the ages of like i think four to maybe eight uh maybe nine like the learning is passive yeah so your kids aren't questioning True. anything they're being taught. Yeah, so they're just right? getting they, noise. They're, accepting. They're a sponge. Yep. They just take mm. it all in. Mm-hmm. Right. And what you're doing is you're sending them off to the world. Mm. And then the world is teaching them all these, all these things, right? Um all, all these topics, right, that you should probably be touching on at home. Yep. Mm. Right. And they're not questioning it. They're just yeah. taking they're soaking it all in, soaking it all in. And then it gets to a point where when when you start to present them with this biblical world view, they, they start poking yeah, holes through it. They're yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. That's Hold not on.
1: the truth. But my teacher uh, told me this. This, yeah, and, that, this and, right. and
0: that, this and that, this and that. And that's the danger there. And I think it's important to, obviously, man, if you're preaching, I mean, you you need to start at home. <laughs> like, start those sermons <laughs> that's it. at home. That's it. Um, like the other day, I heard something that's beautiful, right? It was this pastor and he was, Talking about the relationship that he has with his eight-year-old son, uh-huh. so they've established a relationship to the point where now I think they they live in San Diego, right? So apparently, obviously, in summer it gets really, really hot. Uh-huh. So you know, women and men are wearing less and less. Yeah. So when um him and his son step out, so they've come up with a, you know a few catchphrases to inform each other of when they should you know um, you know avert their eyes and you know look down uh-huh. and guard their eyes and whatnot. So when they're walking down the street and you know, this you know, the father sees like a mm. woman who's wearing like less and less, for example, uh-huh. mm. who's not dressed modestly, uh-huh. um, he turns to his son and he says, Son, um, guard your eyes, guard your heart. And his son knows to just to just look down. Because yeah. at the end of the day, he's only eight years old. Isn't like it? there are yeah. certain things an eight year old should never, never have to see and Absolutely. witness, right? And I thought that is such a a wonderful way to start the um, the ministry, yeah. mm. like at home. That's it. Right? So I don't know. That 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 has to be the solution. Yeah, everything needs to start at home.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah. But then, but for it to start at home, there has to be time given, right? For 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 parents to be at home, right? And so, who who. It's the, not who has to do it, but yeah. it's like how do you prepare yourself and make sure that you have enough time to be able to to kind of incorporate those things and teach your children those things to so make sure they don't stray from mm. the path
0: I think you you always make time uh-huh. you you have to make time uh-huh. right if 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 something is important to you uh-huh. right, no matter how busy you are, you find a way to create time for it. Right, and what I mean by that, obviously people are busy. Yeah, like if, especially if you're working that nine to five. Yeah, right. And I've heard it so many times, and I know a few people even implement this practice in their own lives. Right, they say from nine to five, they're at work, and obviously in all that you do, you're glorifying the Lord. Right. Yeah. So they put in a hundred and ten percent at work. Right. When they get home, they say that's when the real work begins because that's when you start pouring into your family. Uh-huh. Right. So they've met, found a way to create time for their family, to create time to implement these principles, to yep. create time to disciple um, their kids and uh-huh. to to minister to their wives, right? So you create time for it. If it's truly important to you, I think you create time. Um, and also too, like from a Christian point of view, right, if you're a if you're a Christian man, right, and we all believe that Christian men should be out here working, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're if you're a Christian man, you're a true believer, mm. man, you should be going to bed tired. Right. Mm. You should be going to to bed tired because one, you've been at work all day from uh-huh. nine to five working to provide for your family. Yeah. Right. And then you come home and you're pouring into your family. Yeah. That's the real work. I think the real work is discipling and ministering to your family mm. uh that's yeah i think that's the way you you have to do it
2: because i think that's that's the toughest like let's say if you're if you're a pastor right yeah. i think i feel like it's easier to preach to people who you know related to than tho- those who are right there you know in front always of you. in your face you know what i mean yeah I feel, I feel like it's harder so that's the real work i feel like oh no 100 you know? percent. like mm.
0: do you remember um we had that men's brekkie mm. a few a few months ago, yeah. and we had a guest pastor preach to us, and he yeah. said, He said that if you can be a Christian at home, mm. then you're truly saved. And that stuck with me for so long, yeah. right? But I am a Christian at home. What are you talking about? Mm. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, right? And then, like, when you peel those layers yeah. and you deep it, you're like, Oh my Lord, that has to be one of the most profound things I've ever heard in my life. Because yeah. think about it. A home is a place where you're comfortable.
1: That's it. Like No one can judge you. No one can say anything back about you. No one can de- deny you what you want. Mm. No filters. Yeah. No filters. Right?
0: Yeah. So, wh- however you react to a situation at home, that is your, like, default reaction. Uh-huh. Mm. So, for example, you know, we've all got siblings. So, yeah. if my sister, if I'm watching the telly and my sister just comes and changes the, the channel, and then I act out and re- overreact. Ah, that's, that's, that's that that is that is my actual reaction. That is my default reaction. Yeah. Versus, you know, where at another person's house, my reaction there is a, it's oh, a lot, it's, it's a lot, it's lot tamed. more filtered. It's <laughs> yeah. tame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So being able to be a Christian at home, that, that is the goal. Mm. Absolutely. Because if you can, if you can be faithful and be a man of God at home, mm. then you you can be a man of God anywhere yeah or Oral, a Oral woman <laughs> yeah, of course
2: or a of course but that's interesting man because yeah. like, even like let's say we you know how like you see you see some people or even you know myself at church we kind of different you know like yeah. the way we praise God the way we uh worship the way we um mm. pray Yeah, it's like you know it's like top notch Yeah. but then I don't know do you, do you, you go, go home like, do you, you, you praise you know the same, same way yeah, that Whenever, same yeah that's yeah exactly man that's
0: I, I guess that brings us to an interesting um, question. Yeah, do you, are we putting on an act? Like, do Christians put on an put on an act at I church? Are I we acting as a church?
1: I think there's there's times that we do. Like, look, I'm gonna be honest with myself. There's times where I've done it. Yeah, where I've just been like, yo, I go to church and you know, I'm praising the Lord, praising and worshiping, praying, mm. and then throughout that rest of the week, it's. Time, it's like yeah, it's, mm. you catch me praying maybe like four times out of that week, mm. uh, maybe, maybe even three. Yeah. But then it's like comes to church, it's like boom, all this energy. So yeah. I've been definitely in that situation. I think there's times, yeah, where you do, you you are kind of lackluster in the way that you that you follow through with your Christianity and the way you conduct yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, definitely having, having that internal look into mm-hmm. yourself, because it's kind of made me resonate, Ai-Ju, as you were saying that, yeah. it's like, damn, you know, how have I been acting at home, <laughs> yeah. you know, versus how I'm acting in, in, in public or, you know, when I'm at church, you yeah. know, and are those two things congruent yeah. with one another? Oof. And if it's not, then, damn, I might I might need to make a, I might need to make a change here and there because I'm not I'm doing myself a disservice, right? And the people around you and the people around me a disservice yeah. by by not being you know who I say I am, yeah, Ooh. yeah.
2: Because because that's what we're saying outside. Like yeah. this is who I am, yeah. but then at home people they know you, man. Like, yeah. are you, I you.
0: Nah, are you, I I you who you say you are? Because yeah. mm. you know there, there's power in the tongue, yeah, right. Mm. And if you're not the person that you you know, you portray yourself to be. Then, who are you who really? Are you? Well, honestly, and, uh, yeah. and
2: it matters more man, at home. I like will give you an example, yeah. man. Like this. So when I when I started my my my, cloth, my clothing thing, yeah. yeah, I remember like my family members. Like that's the the only people who I wanted yeah. <laughs> to like my thing. Yeah. You know, other people outside they love it, but the uh-huh. home, uh-huh. My fam- yeah, at yeah. home, it's you know, like, what you wanted to hear from them. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like because uh-huh. that's I like real yeah but they know you bro Like they know you so it's you know
0: yeah and i guess that's that's the danger uh that's posed to us as well Mm. um because i've i've been outside where i've had conversations with fellow christians or people who aren't necessarily like quote-unquote saved yeah but you know they, they want to be they they see um they see the beauty of the faith, uh-huh. like they see the truth of the faith, but yeah. they, they just have a few areas in their life that they're struggling in, right? But those certain people as well, they're pointing fingers. They're like, "Hold on, so you're telling me so and so is a Christian?" Mm-hmm. But we were, you know, we were hanging out um, the other day, and it, we're at the clubs. Yeah, like, it, it was talking about. I, I didn't see a Christian at that point. I- at that point in time, <laughs> what do you mean? So. At the same time, it's like when you when you say you're a believer, right? And you say you're a follower of Christ <laughs> and you say Christ is Lord and Savior, but your life doesn't reflect that. yeah, Man, you're misrepresenting God to the world. Mm. And that is a grave sin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is one of the mm-hmm. greatest sins of all. Mm. Um, because when you misrepresent God to the public, people take notice that's it people oh, yeah, are like people. oh hold on i don't i, I don't want to follow arthur monster's yeah, god i don't want to follow it. your god mm-hmm. nah. look what he's doing look what he's doing i don't want to follow his d- god no way oh, definitely no yeah. way jose no way and,
2: and, and it's big is a big problem man like i know a <laughs> mate. he's not christian yeah but he's a very he's a very he's a very rich guy you yeah. know but he's not christian mm. i remember like he always tells me like i was like oh you should go to church sometimes i'm like me go to church, like yeah. all these pastors come to me to borrow money from me, man. Oh, crazy, oh. man. It's like, <laughs> why, why would I go to church, man? Oh, man. Think, imagine, man. Uh-huh. No, so absolutely. Like people say one thing, but they're doing another thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And as God always tells us, you know, we're known by our fruits, by yeah. our actions, right? Mm. Not by the things that we say, but by the things that we do. Mm. So definitely, for those, if if you're not really acting, in the way that you should be, or your lifestyle, or your actions are contradictory to to the things you say your spouse, then yeah, you are definitely being hypocritical in, mm. in in every regard. And yeah, there's been plenty of times where I've caught myself and I'm like, wait, yeah. I'm what I'm what I'm participating in at the moment, what I'm doing in the moment is counter mm. is counter to the things that I believe. Yeah. And so I, I'd have to sit with myself. It's like, why am I here? Yeah. Why am I doing this? And I just have to stop. Mm. Either i'll just stop it or i'll just leave i'll be like nah i can't i can't be here mm, yeah. because for me i'm not i'm not fulfilling the the promise in which i made or i'm not or i'm not abiding to the words that that you know i i i i have said to to believe in or to follow you mm. know and and yes everybody can be in that situation that plenty of times people have been in that situation but it's a matter of then being cognitive mm. and then seeing it firsthand and realizing wait a minute this is not me, yeah. right? This is not the the lifestyle in which I I say I live, mm. right? Or this is not I'm not living in the way to um abiding by the God in whom I say I follow or I believe in. So I have to stop myself where I am, mm. pull myself out of the situation mm. and leave, yeah. right? And get out. And sometimes that's a very hard thing for people to do because like I, I think like a lot of people might find themselves in a situation where they're like, well, I'm already here. You know, mm. it's already done. I'll, I'll, I'll ask for, for forgiveness tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'll ask God for forgiveness on Sunday, right? And so that becomes a perpetual motion yeah, yeah. where it's like, yeah, every Sunday you go to church, you ask God for forgiveness, you're praying. Mm. Comes yeah, yeah. comes the rest of the week, quick you fix. Do, you do yeah, you're doing you're doing whatever's going yeah. on. You know, you're doing living your your normal life. Yeah. Then comes Sunday again, you're like, God, forgive me for 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 you know the things I participated in the week mm. before, and it becomes just a perpetual yeah. habit. Yeah. And it's like it kills you slowly mm. because it's like you then what happens is that the, the Sunday becomes your mask, mm. right? It doesn't become who you are. It becomes a mask in which you wear yeah. to hide the fact that, wait, I'm mm. not really living the life that I'm supposed yeah. to be living. Mm. I'm not abiding by the words that I'm supposed to abide in. Yeah. And that that does slowly kill you spiritually mm. yeah. um, then to a point where people don't recognize themselves or what they believe, mm. yeah. and they can't stand firm in the things that they believe in anymore.
2: Yeah. Also, also, uh, also, I feel like people need to stop abusing this, um, you know, like, God will forgive you. Uh, stop, yeah. Stop abusing the altar. Don't abuse the altar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild, man. Uh, don't don't just think, yeah,
1: well, that you know. If you if you just continue to do the same things over and over again, just go mm. back to church. And be like, yeah. oh God, forgive me. Yeah. It's so, yeah. so
2: done. You yeah.
0: Know? yeah, no, I think it's important to always ask yourself: um, Am I recognizable outside uh-huh. these four walls? Yeah, outside of church, like. If I met a fellow, um, a person that I fellowship with mm. on the daily, and I saw them on the on the Tuesday night, on the Thursday night, so outside church service, uh-huh. would they recognize me? Yeah. It's, it's an important question to ask yourself uh-huh. uh, because a lot of us aren't recognizable. Yeah. Outside church, mm. like so many of us. Yeah. Um, and obviously we're doing ourselves a disservice and we're obviously um, misrepresenting god to the world absolutely and man, that is a um that is a, a dangerous um will uh to be on mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's like you know it's sunday it's <laughs> god's time and then the rest of the day is me time yeah. <laughs> yeah. god's time is every time yeah. man yeah. uh and I,
1: and I, and that does become a difficult thing because
2: especially if for
1: like, let's say, new Christians, right, mm. who 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 are coming out of this lifestyle that they yeah. lived in into this new lifestyle, that could be 10 times as more difficult yeah. because you're going to have to let go of a lot of things that you used to want, yeah. like you used to once do or participate in or a lot of friends in you whom you used to hang out with and yeah. do things with. You may have to let all of that go, right, mm. because you have now changed your lifestyle. You're like, no, I want to pursue this way. And for a lot of people, that's, It's a very hard transition to make. It's a very difficult transition to make, but it's a very necessary transition that has to be made Mm -hmm. for yourself, for the betterment of you and your life, you know, your journey to the kingdom, you know, you have to make that sacrifice, you know?
0: Yeah, no, you do. And also like as well, like the church actually plays a really important role in Uh all this. Uh, The church has to hold people accountable. It does. Uh, This morning I was actually listening to this old, 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 kirk franklin interview mm. and it got me thinking because obviously he's always been talented right and during the time of his marriage yeah that's when he was like he was blowing up like he was he was a superstar like yeah, a yeah. megastar like hanging out with the denzel washington's of yep. the world like hanging out with anybody who's anybody right or mm. the a-list yeah. all the b's or the c's yeah all of, well, them. all of them uh but the issue there is he was going to because he was so gifted, like the church failed to uh, minister to him and uh-huh. hold him accountable, yeah, right. And and what happened there is he struggled with certain sins in his life for like yeah. a really really long time to uh-huh. the point where he was bringing those sins into his marriage, uh-huh. right. But then he he goes on and says that if he had gone into a church where people weren't afraid to minister to him, yeah. yeah. He would have, you know, he would have um, dealt with those sins a bit better. Yeah. So I think, in, in a way, the gifted and the talented in church get left behind at times
1: mm-hmm. it can be because it's yeah. like you don't want to push like you you understand their gift and you appreciate it but you don't want to push them away so the, to the point where they leave yeah. you don't want to yeah. feel like you say something wrong one day yeah. and yeah. then they'll be like you know what no, I'm just going to go to the church yeah. you know I'm just going to take my, my gift somewhere mm-hmm. and so yeah you basically caught off them they become yeah. yes men like you become a yes man yeah. or woman to that person mm-hmm. where you're like you're tiptoeing yeah. at every single thing you yeah. know that they do and that they may participate in because you're like no I want to keep this person here, yeah, and you're yeah, you're right. That does definitely hurt yeah. hurt mm. that person hurt the church more than it does mm. than it does you.
0: Yeah, no, and then like it, we see it too. It's like there's this fear, like a lot of church elders operate from a a, a position of fear when yeah. they're dealing with talent and they're mm. gifted. Like for example, Arthurmon is a, is a drummer. A mm. church. Uh-huh. I don't want to lose the drummer. <laughs> 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 you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah like i obviously he's a is a godly man, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's just say he you know he wasn't you know on on saturday nights he is he's out here doing his thing, and <laughs> then on you know on Sunday morning he's coming to abuse the altar and asking for f- forgiveness and yeah, if I'm aware of that I'm like oh, hey look is not my guy do you uh we need you to drum yeah, yeah, yeah. like and we you, we need you for the worship it. team, because uh, we you know we we need the music to bring people here <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's but you know that's what's happened with definitely. these, especially with these um People who are just like insanely gifted, like yeah. just anointed by God, mm. you know, they're allowed to, they're enabled to stay in their sin, yeah, live like, a
1: unbiblical life, yeah, yeah. But
0: and even when people see it, they're, they're like, oh, nah, you know, we, you know, we we need him. We don't want to piss him off, you know, because you know we need a singer, but you know we 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 need we need someone on the keyboard. That's uh, it. We we need a, you know he's our like, best guitarist. Like, come on, man, but you know, th- I'm sure we can look away. <laughs>
1: <coughs> but that's, that leads to such a detrimental result because the way it distorts your church, oh, yeah. the way it distorts your congregation. Mm. Like, you don't, like, people don't realize the amount of power somebody who is on the altar, yeah. who is not following through the lifestyle that they're supposed to be living, yeah. right? who's just living a nonchalant, unbiblical life. Them being on the altar yeah. during times like that People don't realize how much of an effect that has mm. to the rest of the church. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's a there's a spiritual effect that that has in that moment. And so it's like you always gotta check yourself. Like yeah. the, the the thing, the thing my 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 pastor church always tells me, you know, is that when you when you understand when, before, you, before you step foot into that into the auditorium, before yeah. you step foot into that altar, take five minutes, yeah. pray, right? Pray to God and make sure that when you step on that, you are stepping in in the righteousness of God, uh. right? That you have prepared yourself, and as you should be throughout the week yeah. for this moment, mm. and you're checking yourself. But then in that moment, you check your heart, mm. right? You check your heart, you check your mind, and you make sure you're good. And if you're not, don't do it, yeah. Yeah. right? Because he gave us, he gave us a beautiful... Uh, I can't remember. It was a beautiful verse because he they preached. He preached about it, and it was talking about the people who who in the past who would step on the altar and weren't cleansed, yeah. and how they would drop dead yeah, like yeah. immediately, like they would die, yeah. right? And it's like yes, it's no longer to the it's no longer at that severity as it is um, at the moment, right? Mm. As it was in the past, and that's not to say it may never happen, right? But it's like that you you are committing a spiritual death, mm-hmm. right? A spiritual suicide every time you step on that altar, and you are not, you are not fully, um, what's the word, like. You're not fully cleansed, or you, you know you're not stepping there in good faith, mm-hmm. right? And so you always gotta watch yourself and, and you always gotta check the people mm. who who you know are standing at that altar, yeah. you know, who are singing the word of God, who are playing for God, who are preaching for God. You gotta be like, hold on, hold on, man. Maybe maybe today is not the day, right? Maybe let's take a let's take a week off. Mm. Let's take some time off, <laughs> you know, because there's some stuff I gotta talk to you about yeah. that mm. I've you know, that I've I've seen or that I've heard that I'm like Maybe today is a within the week for you to step on, yeah. mm. and it, it is definitely a hard decision. But it's it's the decision that the elders and the people of the church, when you decide to be a part of a church, yeah, these are the things you gotta be prepared for mm. yeah. because you're trying to help everybody reach the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, no, I,
0: I think it's um it's spiritually confusing. Yeah, mm. when you have people that are double minded in yeah. the in the church. Yeah, because the congregation is like, oh, whoa, hold on, this person's leading. Double life. I really That's it. It's like my spirit right now is shaking. Yeah. I know the sermon is popping and he's he's hitting all the right notes uh-huh. and, but I can't follow this. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, it's spiritually like it's it's dishonoring uh-huh. God and it's doing me a disservice to 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 an extent. If anything, it's creating more separation and anxiety Absolutely. Um, in my life. Mm. And <laughs> I was talking to Arthur more like a while back or today about this. So I saw something really, really interesting that kind of, you know, stems from, uh, I I don't know, from the issue of churches not holding Uh people accountable. And it opens this gateway to people leaving the church through church hurt. Uh Like a lot of people are just church hurt. hurt, Mm. Right. I saw this, uh, a friend of mine, like a really good friend of mine. We've been friends for a long, long time. um, And she's a, She's an incredible person, but unfortunately she's left the faith. Mm. And it was this TikTok where some guy was like, and the quote was, um, I just popped into a Airbnb party um, and the girl who used to be on the worship team is right there. Like, you know, obviously that has its own, like, you know, implications and whatnot, right? Yeah. And that, you know, and she shared that particular video and quoted and said you know it's like a lot of men uh, fail to realize that church hurt is very very real mm-hmm. right so she left the church obviously because of um because of church hurt um and i suppose kind of give it to you guys it's like have you guys uh experienced any church hurt or do you know of people who've experienced church hurt to the point where it's um it's
2: affected their faith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know plenty, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you hear, I hear stories the way, like, mostly the African, you know, churches, right? You know, all the breakups and all that, the stuff, the, the wild things that I go through. But you hear, like, people who used to go to church. And then one of my mates, you know, he used to go to church. Really, you know, and then just the other day, you know, I'm talking to him. He's like, "But I don't believe in that stuff no more. Oof. Yeah, I don't believe in that stuff no more. I mean, mm. like, you got these guys telling us all this stuff, but then they're doing these things, you know. Heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah so like, a lot of people have church hurt, man. Mm. It's, it's not even funny. And then like, try, like we're not listening, listening to him, and trying to. I'm thinking like, how how do I even? Yeah. What do I say, you know? Because he's like, nah, I don't believe in this stuff no more. Oh. You know. I even knew a pastor's kid once. Oh damn! Yeah. It was wild, man. Oof. Pastor's kid and yeah. was like, "Nah, I don't believe in this." Yeah, and it's like, hard, it's, I, it's heartbreaking I, when yeah, people leave like, the I faith. Just go, I just go, I go to church because you know my dad, you know. But then, mm. she grew up. Like, nah, she's <laughs> like, "No, no more, no more, man." Yeah, for me, I don't, I, I don't, I don't
1: really know anybody who's left the faith, um, because of church hurt. I know people who've left certain churches. Um, who've left, you know, who've stopped going to certain types of churches mm. because of past experiences, um, you know, past traumas, whatever it may be, that, that occurred at the previous church that we're in that compelled them to be like, I will never again go to this type of church, you know? I will mm. go somewhere else, um, but not necessarily left to faith. I can understand the reasons as to why people would leave, like, would leave the faith. Like, I can understand it from their perspective, um, but the thing I always try to tell people is, understand that. One humans aren't perfect, mm. right, and that the only the only one who is perfect is is Christ, right. The only one who is perfect is God, right. And so when you do experience church hurt mm. in this capacity, when you're seeing a, um, you know. The, the lifestyle or the the things that are being spoken about or being said within the church to not match up with the lifestyle that these people are living, right? Mm. Then what you can do, you have one of two options. Uh, mm. Or you have, uh, the, the the first uh, 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 where you can go about it is be confrontational and just talk to your pastors about it, talk to that person about it. Mm. But if there never seems to be any change, then leave, leave that church. Find one that is, better suited for you, right? That will come, that will, that will allow you to grow further in your faith, right? Because leaving your faith entirely, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the decisions, because of the decisions of others, because of the way others are living their life. For me, and this is going to sound terrible, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I say it, I don't say it out of spite or, or anything like that. But to me, if somebody left the faith because of something, because of, the way somebody else was living their life, I would turn around to look at them and be like, well, then you never came into this for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Because I'm like, your faith in you and your relationship in God has to be greater than the lifestyle that others are living in. But I can understand if the lifestyle that those people are living in are your pastors, Mm -hmm. right? Or the people you're looking up to, I can understand that Then what I would say is, Take yourself and go somewhere else. Mm. Find a better place that is more better for you. But for you to let go of your faith completely, be, just because let's say primarily because of the of the conflicting actions of the people in your congregation, isn't isn't enough.
2: I can say. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's not. It's the relationship between you and God, man.
1: Yeah. So like, yeah, and that's where I come from for that. It's like your your relationship between you and God will get tested every day, mm. right? Whether it's directly to you, whether whether it's in your being, your, the one being tested, yep. right? Or whether it's the things around you, the people around you who are then testing your faith, mm. right? And, it, uh, and that will stand to you into how strong are you willing to stand in the face of all of this adversity Mm. against you, against your mind, against your heart, Mm. right? How strong is your faith going to be to help you push through all of this and your knowledge of the Bible and your knowledge of the things of Christ, you know, to allow you to then reach a higher elevation, a higher place to where you can be like, okay, maybe I need to distance myself Mm. from these people. I need to cut certain things off so that I can continue to hold my faith as it is and continue to be strong within the word. Mm. Uh, that's kind of where I come from with that.
0: No, I I hear you and I I do understand, but I think ultimately, right, that is the for even for me as well. That is the end position. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's really about the relationship that you have with God, mm. right? And I think a lot of us as well we lead these lives where we kind of I don't know we we've been saved through other people like we see our salvation through other figureheads right it's like a lot of people see their salvation through their pastors right a lot of people see their salvation through um through the guy on the on the worship team yeah uh whoever it may be and that's that's the danger right Mm. uh and like john said people you know christ doesn't disappoint people and at the end of the day people will always disappoint you uh, but with respect to church hurt, a lot of people in in that moment when your heart is aching, uh-huh. like you're you're not thinking about that. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. you're not you're not thinking about. To yeah, you're really you're really not in that moment. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, yeah, especially like for example, this particular friend I'm talking we're talking about. Um, I sort of know her story, uh-huh. and is quite similar to mine to to an extent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we attended the same church Uh and we've dealt with the, with similar uh, church hurt. Uh Uh, So I I went to this particular church, won't even name drop it, (laughs) but this church, right? um, Kids, young kids, Mm. like young girls were being abused. Right. Mm. And older kids uh, were being, I suppose, verbally and mentally abused. Uh Mm. Right, Uh, there were being there was a lot of gaslighting uh, going on. Okay, uh, right, and a lot of things are just getting swept under the rug. Yeah, right. There was no support uh, for for the you know for the youths that attended that particular church, and a lot of people were dealing with a a lot of hurt, and no one actually ever stepped out stepped out of their way to protect these kids. Right, because at the end of the day, um, the church. Should be there to serve and protect
1: yep right, absolutely, and what does
0: Jesus say like if you know if any like one of the greatest sins of them all is um sinning against these little ones, yeah um you know that can mean kids or it can literally just mean people who are saved, yeah, right, but in this context it's it's kids, kids yeah, like kids are vulnerable, yeah, you 're meant to protect um the young ones, right, so when you're a young person in a church and you you see that conspire. You see that take place. You know it's only natural that your faith takes a hit. No, absolutely. Right? You get tested. You get tested. Your faith is tested. You, you s- so many questions start to arise. Like, it's, is God real? If He is, yeah, 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 why yeah. would He allow this to take place? Yeah, uh-huh. Why would this happen? Uh-huh. Um, why would uh-huh. He allow my faith to be shaken? Yeah. Um, and it's 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 a it's a difficult place to be um, emotionally uh-huh. especially when you're really really young like i think we find out about all this taking place i think when we were about 16 uh-huh. mm. 16 17 uh, i'm sorry but not no 16 17 year old can is mentally prepared yeah. no, absolutely to yeah. deal yeah. with that situation absolutely right that like that is beyond anyone even at our ages of the moment you know where young men Mm. like that is beyond us Mm -hmm. right so i understand um i suppose the the effects the detrimental effects that um hurt can have on someone like a lot of these not these young kids i mean somehow like these young kids have just managed to um grow even deeper in their faith yeah but Mm. the older kids that witnessed all this uh the older kids that were made uh, you know that thought they were crazy and Uh um, they they struggled yeah Uh, a lot of them struggled a lot of them left the faith yeah right and it's still to this day it's still my position that the church did them a disservice absolutely like it it really really did there was there was no spiritual guidance yeah um there was no there was no counseling yeah Uh, there there was nothing things pretty much just got swept under the rug uh obviously you know thank god like the you know people were prosecuted for um obviously like abusing kids and whatnot that that happened so we we thank god for that but where even me to this day where i still what i still struggle with is the fact that so many people left the faith um and not just that, that people who are in positions of authority mm. abuse their their authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that haunts me uh to this day. Yeah. So it's always heartbreaking when I when I see people who are still operating uh from a place of hurt. Uh, even for me, like it took me a minute actually. Like it took me some time to even like um stand before like a church mm-hmm. for a while. Not because like I wasn't abused, but I was in an environment where people were being abused. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that takes a toll on you, especially when you find out about it. It's yeah. like, whoa, yeah. What's what's been happening? That's it. I thought this was a place of worship. So <laughs> yeah. I thought this was a safe space. Um and it wasn't until like a few weeks ago I actually had the courage, like years and years later I actually had the courage to stand before a church and mm. it was something as small as hosting a service. Yeah. But that took a lot of like a lot of courage and yeah. a lot of strength from above to get through that. Because yeah. at the time when all this conspired, um, I was, like I said, I was like 16. Uh, I was really, you know, I was like, like a leader with a the, with the youth team. Uh-huh. Um, I was like preaching on a daily. And when that happened, I kid you not, when when I heard about the abuse, even me i I didn't backslide mm. but you I didn't, the wall yeah I put a wall I put walls up I didn't feel safe um, in a church yeah uh, I didn't think the, the church could offer as much as it pretends to offer yeah um, I saw a lot of um, fakeness a lot of fake um spirituality yeah um in the church I saw poor leadership yeah. in the church and there was a lot of um I operated from a place of resentment. Yeah. Like I resented so many people. Mm-hmm. And bear in mind, like it it's something that didn't happen to me directly, but the fact that you know the proximity of, like, it. W- of, of
1: like it. It could have it could have cr- oh, happened. It's like, yo, I talked to this person all the time. Yeah. Yo, they came to my house how many times? Like, it come? crushed yeah. me. Like it it
2: really it
0: crushed. Yeah. My soul um when i when when I heard about that, and it's been it's been like a just a journey of like i don't know of a lot of growth uh-huh. a lot of spiritual growth yeah. and also at the same time like i I have a person that I speak to like on a regular basis yeah and i <laughs> I'm getting a little choked up, it's and right. I remember talking to him about this and I was a very 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 um emotional car ride. yeah. yeah. And we're talking about it. I'm like, this and this happened. And he, he we we had a deep and meaningful um conversation. Uh-huh. And he looked at me and he said, It's like, dude, bro, I am sorry that you were in a space where this happened. Yeah. yeah. But do you realize like this might happen again?
2: Uh-huh. Oh yeah.
0: And this this probably will happen again. Yeah. Whether at a church you're, you know, presently attending mm. or at a church nearby. Yeah. Right? And you need to prepare your heart for it. Because yeah. what happens with um with church hurt is it hits us like blindly. Yeah. We don't expect it. Yeah, we never see it mm. coming. You don't see it coming. So he's like, dude, for the sake of your faith, you need to guard your heart Uh and you need to prepare your heart for it because it may happen again and that's a such a a big lesson there as well and I I took that in and then another thing you both have touched on it is man your faith your salvation is between you and God yeah Mm. um even with me even though it took me some time to get to the to that particular point where I was like yeah no my salvation is definitely between me Uh and God um oof (laughs) <laughs> oh man it, it's and what hurts is that these young, these people who've left the church uh-huh. uh, who, who are dealing with church hurt uh-huh. is that they didn't have that support system in place Absolutely. Yeah. that that spiritual yeah. um, guidance yeah. of hey look listen we're, we're we're in a world of sinners uh-huh. um, no one's perfect except for Christ yeah. mm. like no one's perfect like no one is but Christ mm-hmm. and you need to understand that people will hurt you your family will hurt you your yeah. family will might disappoint you they might abandon you like there, there there are kids out there um with mothers that have left them at the steps of a church That's yeah, it. True. like your own mother will uh. abandon you right but there's only one person who will never yeah. ever abandon you Man. and that's that's christ and that's that it ultimately that's the end of yeah. of everything and yeah. with me as well it's like it's just realizing it's like hey I like sinners are gonna sin uh-huh. right but man christ has got me that's it yep. I, I just need to rest where christ rests and everything's gonna be okay no absolutely. Yeah. sorry to uh, just, no, just no. go on no, go on, on good, that
1: one man. no yeah. it's good man <laughs> it was good because these are things people need to know they need to understand because, like, even for me, like I said, I my environment completely different from mm. yours, right? Mm. I was never, I never grew up in an environment where I where I had to witness that, mm. or I had to be in proximity of that. Yeah. So for me, it's more, it's more so an eye opener. It's yeah. more so a realization, like, yo, mm. it's tougher out there for some people than you might think it is. And yeah. so for me, it's definitely be you know eye opening to, to the fact it's like, John. You gotta mm. you gotta look at things at a at a wider scope. Mm-hmm. You know, that sometimes yeah, it might not it mm. might not just be easy as telling somebody, yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just gotta stay in your faith or maybe move. Yeah. You know, it's, it might be something that you carry with you yeah. for the for 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 the rest of your life and having that yeah. and having that compassion mm. and having that understanding to be like, Hold on, this is my this is bigger than you might think yeah. is definitely necessary. It's a that, definitely a necessary learning curve for me yeah
0: yeah no and like at the end of the day as well is there's it's a wound yeah that you you carry around uh-huh. yeah right but at some point it becomes a scar yeah right and even though it's it's healed to to an extent uh-huh. like the scars always going to be there like that reminder yeah um is always going to be there and the issue is when you allowed like that wound to kinda like stay the same way and uh-huh. you're always just picking at it yeah. and always revisiting it. Yeah. It's it's never gonna heal. That's it. Um and a lot of people who who are aching, you know, their hearts are aching, um, because of church hurt, um, you know, resenting God and the church because of how people have treated you. That's it. it and you you're only it's the only person you're hurting is, is yourself yeah. yeah uh because you're putting up a wall and you you're saying I don't want a relationship with god yeah.
1: because because of what has happened to me or because whatever of what yeah. I've experienced or what I've seen yeah i don't i don't feel safe Mm. or i don't feel right having a relationship with god yeah and yeah definitely you're right that that can ultimately be more detrimental to you yeah. for having those walls up
0: no 100 and what a responsibility we have yeah oh man <laughs> we cannot come mess up we cannot afford yeah. to misrepresent the faith mm. and it's not to say that we're not going to fall short absolutely, absolutely. we no, will absolutely yeah we will at the end of the day where i i no longer say this we're, we're sinners we, we sin we yeah. sin right but you know, we're men of God. Uh-huh. If you're out there, you're a you're a woman, woman. you're a man of faith, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're a saint, yeah. right? Who just happens, who just sins, yeah. right? Not a sinner, uh-huh. you're you're a saint that sins, and you know, flawed saint. You're a flawed saint, mm. and there will be times where uh, you fall short of, um, I guess, the the presets of uh, of the Lord, right? Uh-huh. There'll be a time, but don't allow the the hurt, yeah. Um, the shame yep. mm. and anxiety yep. um, to lead you further and further away from Christ, Absolutely. Because yeah. that's what we tend to do, man. Yeah. We, especially men, yep. Man, <laughs> yeah, especially men. Oh, we, yeah. we when we're when the shame, yeah. Right in our in our lives, we we retreat. Uh-huh. Mm. We put up a wall, yep. Right, but we we need to be knocking those walls down. That's it. And saying, hey, put up a hand. Hey, mm. listen, I am. I am drowning. I need help. Yeah. Like, talk to someone. Yeah. Uh, because we <laughs> we fail to do that, especially, especially men. Yeah, men. Yeah, and, no. <laughs> uh, and other Christians out there as well, like, talk, talk to someone. If you're drowning, mm. put up a hand and say, I need help. And it's as simple as just taking a step forward uh, towards someone. Maybe after church, uh, after one service, if you're struggling in a particular area, um, you... You see the pastor of the church and yeah. you say, hey, listen, I need a word. I'm struggling in this and that. And if you're uncomfortable with maybe having a word with the lead pastor, mm-hmm. maybe maybe speak to his wife, um, you know, to the women out there. Maybe speak to the wife That's and be it. like, hey, listen, I'm struggling with this and that. Um, I, need, I need help. I need yeah. spiritual help. Uh, mm. First and foremost, pray for me, but also hold my hand and guide me uh-huh. uh, because it takes a lot of courage to even reflect Absolutely and see that in there are areas mm-hmm. where you're falling short in your own life. Yeah.
2: Uh. yeah. And if you are church hurt, you know, because I think at the end of the day, you know, speaking on for both of all of us, right? Yeah. We want to see you, you know, have that relationship with, with Jesus, with God. right? Yeah. And so, what I said, maybe the first step might just be just get to know, like, okay, people have hurt me, but yeah. who's Jesus? You know, mm. maybe that might just be the first step. You just, you know, get to learn about him, you
0: know. That's very true because a lot of us do worship a God that we don't know.
2: Mm. Uh Uh (laughs) We we know him from the things that people have (laughs) told told us, you
1: know, what they've said, but we know from what we understand. So definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Knowing
0: God and, you know, when you're sitting down and you've got some alone time, Mm. just ask yourself, um, is this, have I come here on my own Mm. or Am I still living through the faith of someone else? Uh-huh. Like am I just trying to ride like someone else's um coat uh, yeah, coattails? Like yeah. m- no, my parents prayed. You know, yeah, my yeah. parents have grown <laughs> up in the church. So, you know, I I, I tugged along, so they I'm saved me, as well. They told me Jesus was white. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they always used to have a painting of Jesus in their yeah. house. Mm. <laughs> so it's
0: like it's one of those things. It's it's oh, dude, it can it's such a it's a it's a difficult journey it that is. we we've we've embarked on right. It is. Like it's so hard. Like the Christian faith is so hard. Even though like salvation is like it's truly between you and God. Like you you need help on the way. You do. Yeah, yeah. You you need help from your brothers and sisters. Um. And it, it's okay. It's okay to need help. Right, mm. It is. Like a lot of people fail to um realize that. It's like no, nah, I can I can do it. it, it so like, I got it by myself, man. No, you need you need help. Yeah, like, yeah. I i I read the bible we we all read the bible when we when mm-hmm. we can, yeah. but I don't know the Bible as well as mm-hmm. I should, so to get better at that, I need to surround myself with people that know the Bible better than me. that's yep. it,
1: yeah mm-hmm. people you can trust, people yeah. you can look up to mm, people that that you know will pull you back up when you fall short
0: yeah it's okay it's it's okay to be deficient, yeah, uh what's important is not staying there, absolutely, mm. yeah.
1: But I said, guys, and you go through it, guys. It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to definitely manage if you've experienced church hurt. But it's a. It's, but there's. But there is. But there is joy in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. When when there's the pain in the night, yeah. and that night may feel long, it may mm. feel dreadful. It may feel, you know, it may feel like it's never ending. Trust in the Lord and all that the joy that he brings will come in that morning and things will get better. Oh, yeah.
0: And just one more thing as well. Like if you are struggling with uh, church hurt, mm. don't medicate. Don't do it. Um, a lot of us, when we're hurting, when we're operating from a place of hurt, we, we, we try to, um, I guess, reduce the pain through substance abuse. Yeah. Mm. And we, we find ourselves, you know, going out on the Friday and the Saturday and, you know, where it's one drink, but then that one drink turns into two, into three, into four, and you're numbing, you're, you are numbing the pain, yeah. but you're going fi- to feel that in the morning. That's yeah. it. You really will. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if you're dealing with church hurt, I beg and will obviously, you know, we, we have a we have a, an Instagram page, you know, if you if you want us to pray for you, you know, send us these prayer requests and, and let we'll us know, yeah. we'll pray for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So don't medicate. Yeah. Um seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and seek help from your, you know, church community. Yeah. Um and that's the best way to deal with it. Yeah.
1: No, absolutely.
2: Yeah. No, you you be, at the end of the day, you'll be fine. Yeah. Knock and yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, door you know, will be I open guess. to the door you, know, innit?
1: It will be open. See, can you will find can it? Can I just man? say, in it? <laughs> 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 but yeah, but yeah. Thanks, thank you guys again for listening. You know, thank you guys again for being here. We love you guys. Continue to read your Bible, and yeah, like 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 Semper said, if you have any prayer requests, any questions, anything, let us know. Hit us up, First Stone Pod on Instagram, or just send an all your messages through here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, guys, we love you. Mm. Read your Bibles. Yeah. We'll see you all next time. Yep. Peace. God bless.